very excited to welcome in Eric Newman and Aaron Clogston, two Crown College Polars, to the podcast. Gentlemen, thanks so much for joining us. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having us on. Yeah, absolutely. So why didn't I want to ask you guys a couple of things? We know right now as we're recording, you guys are just a little bit away from starting regional play just outside of St. Louis in the NCAA tournament. And we want to get to that in a little bit. But first, there's a lot that went down at Reynolds Field this past weekend in the UMAC Conference Tournament. I want to start off going all the way back to the start of the tournament where you two are paired up together, Aaron behind the plate like you've been all season long, Eric on the mound to start the UMAC tournament. Walk us through emotions going into that game to start the tournament and how you think it went, you guys ultimately picking up that win against Bethany Lutheran. And I actually want to start with Aaron on this one. Aaron, what did you think of Eric's stuff to start the tournament? Um, I mean, compared to what he's been throwing all season, it was... I'd say a little bit down, and I don't agree with me. It wasn't yeah. the greatest start of the season, but it got it done. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he's still hitting the zone, even though his stuff wasn't, you know, 100% that day. He's filling it up, um, getting fly balls, ground balls, and helping us win a ball game at the end of the day. Um, you know, going into that, you know, we had to lay it on the table um, and come in there and put on a performance and, you know, play like we know we can. And Eric helped us do that by filling up the zone that day. It's just what it was. Eric, how are you feeling coming in? You knew that, I mean, maybe you're thinking in your head, okay, this isn't going to be my only time pitching this weekend. I know you can't look too far ahead, but what's your mindset like in that spot knowing, I want to do all I can for my team this weekend, but obviously we, we got to win the first game first and foremost. Yeah, my mindset before any start really is I just want to give us the best opportunity to win. I just want to keep us in the game. And it does... I, I was very, I was getting very frustrated that game because it seemed like it, you know, was similar to my start against uh, Bethany Lutheran during the season. You know, like first two innings were pretty solid, and then I just kind of fell apart a little bit. So it was, you know, it was very frustrating. I don't know, and you know, when I'm on the mound and I start thinking too much, that's when stuff starts to go wrong. And I was just starting to think like mechanically, like. I'm doing this bad, I'm doing this bad. Instead of just focusing on, you know, the job at hand. So that was kind of a moment of weakness performance. But, I mean, it does, you know, even though it wasn't my best, I was still able to keep us in the game. And then, uh, what, JVD came in and shut the door? Was that right? He did, yeah. He did come yeah. in for you and close up the yeah. game. You're right. I, 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 forget, I forget what happens a lot during the games. No, hey, a lot <laughs> happened last weekend, so I don't blame you. Say, I, I want to flash forward then, guys. I mean, we could talk about the other games in between the first start that you had, Eric, and then the one, obviously, to wrap things up. But if you flash forward to that game against Superior, then you know you're going in, you're going to pitch this game. Did you know you were going to pitch all nine? Were you thinking, I just want to get as much out of myself that I can? And then on the flip side of that, Aaron, for you, did you notice anything change as the game went on for Eric and the way he was pitching? Did he always kind of stay the same? So, Eric, I don't know if you want to start by answering that question. Uh, what was the goal heading into that game? Just throw as many as you could and just see how it goes? Yeah, you know, uh, the goal was still just to give us a shot to win at the end of the day. I was not expecting to go all nine. Uh, honestly, after the third inning, I 
I was toast. I was just like my arm didn't. I, yeah, you know my arm hurt. My arm hurt, and I just didn't think I could go anymore. And then uh, you know, pitching coach Coach Maris comes up to me and says, "You wanna? Can you go one more?" I was like, "Sure." So I went one more, and the only thing I changed uh, during that inning is I just started going uh, slide step for the rest of the day because I was just I was just so exhausted. And I was, yeah, I was just trying to give everything I had and just put us in a position to win. And, you know, undoubt, you know, it just happened to work out that way. So, but I was second, third inning, it was just not feeling very well at all. So, so with that being said, Aaron, did you notice anything then the rest of the game that changed at all? Or, I mean, it seemed like, at least from our perspective, he was able to just keep moving along. Did you notice anything from behind the plate? Yeah, I mean, once he you know, hit that second or third inning, um, kind of where he said he was feeling tired. He actually, he picked it up. He started hitting spots. I mean, anything I was calling, wherever my mitt was put, he just he just started to hit, even though regardless of him being tired, being on one day rest, throwing next amount of pitches, like what I was calling and where I was putting my mitt was where that ball was getting thrown that entire game. Um, he just seemed to pick it up regardless of whether he was tired or not. It was, it was kind of crazy, to be honest. Dude's a stud. <laughs> as much as he, you know, he likes to joke around and be like, "Oh, my arm hurt." Um, like he, he threw lights out, and he found a way to get it done that day. We we could not really sense it from afar. Kind of like Wyatt mentioned, you kind of got into a groove and were mowing him down. I can't remember the two exact innings, Eric, but where you struck out the side and Superior couldn't even touch the ball and put it in play. And speaking, Aaron, of where you're putting your mitt, it seemed like, especially when you got late into that game, I mean, there wasn't a lot of secrets, especially when you get to two strikes. It just felt like the fastball's going up. It's got extra life to it. I don't know if you just had a huge shot of adrenaline or what the deal was, Eric. Walk me through you guys and your relationship when you get deep into a contest. And, Aaron, you know going in, I don't know how much we're going to get out of this guy. Eric, you know the same thing. Are things maybe simplified in a moment like that where you don't have a lot in the tank, you're maybe not thinking through the game plan as much, or maybe I'm reading into this way too much, but it just seemed like fastball up was it, it was working, and you guys were sticking with it. Eric, if, if you want to start on that, just your thought process as you get four, five, six, seven inning and on about what pitches you're throwing at that point, what's working? Yeah, so right you know, after the third inning ended, um, I got a lot of inspiration from uh, Aiden Volksbeck, just how he pitched against Northwestern uh, the day prior, because just watching him pitch, he just had so much confidence, and he was just exuding confidence, and I honestly was just like, I wish I had like a fraction of that, because a lot of times I feel like I don't exude a ton of confidence on the mound. Um, And, you know, after the fourth inning, I was just... I was just thinking back to him, and I was like, because he hurt his, you know, his ankle a little bit during that game, and I was like, you know, he, you know, he toughed, I told him to tough it out, you know, just keep going, and I was like, so I can keep going a little bit, and yeah, there was definitely uh, a lot of adrenaline going, uh, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't really talking to anybody too much in the, in the uh, dugout, and you know, I was just focused on, I was just entirely focused on just keeping us in the game to win. And, 
you know, it is a little funny because a lot of the fastballs that are up in the zone, I don't mean to throw them up. I try to hit it. <laughs> like, sometimes Aaron will call them up, but a lot of the times they're down and I kind of miss my spots. But, they're, you know, they look good to swing at. But, I mean, honestly, I I thought my curveball was the best pitch of the day. Uh, there, there was a few that I was just dropping them in there that, that guys were just swinging over, and it was... That was just really fun for me because oh, there was just one in particular that I just felt just... Because I throw an upper curve and it just seemed like it just slipped out of my hand and just straight 12-6. And I was, that was a lot of fun. But, you know, I feel like a lot of times Aaron and I are on the same page. Um, you know, pitches do get called from the dugout. But uh, I feel... And I don't know how you think, Aaron, but I feel like a lot of times... Well, when I'm on the mound, I'm just thinking, yeah, I would, I would throw that pitch too. Um, and yeah, yeah. I think our chemistry just uh, it played a big role, especially late in that game uh, as I was getting really tired. But, you know, I just, I wanted to, I just wanted to push through it so badly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, going into that game, there was no set game plan on, you know, what pitches we're going to throw when and to who, but, you know, through those first one through three innings, we kind of got a feel for what guys were chasing, excuse me, uh, what guys were looking for um, and what guys were swinging through, and a lot of those were fastballs, even though he had his, you know, his curveball was on that day, a lot of them were fastballs, Um, so we just, we just kept pounding the zone, pounding the zone, guys were swinging through them, guys were hitting ground balls. And because Eric's curveball was on that day, I mean, he'd flip them in, and now guys are questioning what they're going to get. And then you just keep pounding the, you know, pounding the zone with fastballs. And like Eric said, when we get on that wavelength, we're just kind of unstoppable almost. It's just click. I put a number down. He goes. That's what I'm going to throw um, later in the game. Sometimes our pitching coach would, you know, just let me and Eric go because um, even he can see we're just starting to get in the flow, and we just run with it. Also, like Eric said, a lot of those up fouls are misses um, that work out in our favor. I mean, a lot of them are supposed to be outside fastballs, low curve balls, but, you know, they slip out of the hand, catch the belt, catch the up yeah. zone, they let the guys, and, you know, they like to swing through them, and um, it ended up working out for us. There, there was one fastball that Aaron was set up, like, um, on the white of the other's bat of the other batter's box, and it was clearly a ball. But I threw it, and he didn't move his glove at all. And I mean, the guy didn't swing, and was called a ball. But I was like, that was a really good frame by Aaron, and <laughs> that was probably my favorite pitch of the day. Oh, there you go, uh, Aaron. I got a question for you specifically. We had a chance to talk with Eric and Kyle about this a little bit last week, and just what it would mean if you were a part of the first crown team to ever win a UMAC championship. Now that you've done it. From your perspective, you've been with the program a while. What does it feel like? I mean, regardless of what happens this weekend in the NCAA tournament, you guys have made history and done something that's never been done before. So just how does it feel to know that you were a part of something that special? It it was huge. I mean, Crown's never done something like that across, you know, I, I want to say most of its sports. Um, baseball's never done it before. Um, and it was just a great feeling to be a part of that team. Uh, it's, it's a special group we have. And just putting all the pieces together through such a long season um, and coming together as one cohesive unit to, you know, put something together like that is just an immense feeling. Um, 
and I was just glad that you know I could be a part of it and be around all these you know wonderful guys and enjoy the journey. Um, you know, we got to the tournament and won it, and now we're here at a regional, and hopefully the train doesn't stop. I know everybody's counting us out, but hopefully we can keep pushing us um, in the right direction and, you know, win a couple games down here and maybe even win it, you know. Yeah, I mean, we, we saw it a ton last year, and we've seen it before in the past. Anything can happen in the D3 baseball tournament when you hit the NCAA, so absolutely. Uh, don't ever say that it's you're too big of an underdog or don't listen to the noise too much. We definitely agree with that. I want to get to your guys' weekend that you're going to have in St. Louis in just a moment. But, Eric, if you could take us back to even, you know, your earlier college years at Minnesota Crookston and when you're contemplating how far do I want to go with this thing, if I'm remembering correctly, this is your seventh year of college ball. If you can tell old Eric a couple years back, you're going to get in a spot where you're going to come back on short rest after throwing 127 pitches to open up a tournament, you're going to come back two days later and you're going to find a way somehow to go the distance, put your team on your back, and win their first ever conference tournament title. I mean, is that more gratifying for you in this position, having been around for so long? Have you had a chance? I know you're still in the thick of it and you want to stay fresh in the moment, but have you had a chance to just sit down for a moment and just be grateful for the ride to get you to this point where you've been playing for a long time to have this moment I mean what what is that what does that feel like that is an excellent question um yeah I have taken you know especially after the game on Saturday just quite a few minutes or uh, it was like the entire night pretty much just uh just being so incredibly grateful because from where I came from because, at, you know, at Crookston, uh, I wasn't a bad pitcher, but I just wasn't a very confident pitcher. Um, and I would throw tons of balls. I would walk a lot of guys, and I would pitch scared. And it took me many years to overcome it. I mean, I probably didn't overcome it until um, probably after my first time in the Northwoods League. No, not not even. It was probably last year, to be honest, because I wanted to start out in the bullpen because I, I didn't like starting on, on the game. I, I uh, would think too much, and, you know, out of the bullpen, it was just kind of... I would just go. Like, you know, the you know whatever happened prior wasn't necessarily on me, and I could just kind of clean up mess, stop the bleeding you know, whatever it was. Um, and then, you know, one start against Bethel last year. I was incredibly nervous for it, but, I mean, yeah, I look back, and it's just, it's really silly just, like, thinking about, like, how nervous I would get before pitching because it is just a game, and it's meant to be fun. And a lot of the times, especially Crookston, I just wasn't having fun. I was putting so much pressure on myself that it basically froze me and uh yeah just to be here now and you know call myself a champion I mean I was I was driving in the car the other day and I just screamed no one was I wasn't talking to anyone no one was there I just screamed I'm a champion and it was <laughs> it was I'm a little weird but it was really cool it was really fun um 
I do I do wish I would have enjoyed it more, uh, you know, kind of during the ceremonies after the game, but I was just so exhausted. Um, but it is an unforgettable experience, and I'm so grateful for every single teammate that I have. And, you know, especially all the coaches. Uh, you know, Coach Dahani, too, for taking me in after I came from Kirkston. I mean, I you know, well, you know, D2 school, blah, blah, blah. But I didn't pitch. I had, like, 12 innings there in my two years of playing. Um, but he took a chance on me. And even after my rough first year there, uh, he stuck with me. And I'm just incredibly grateful for him. And, yeah, I could just I, – I am pretty content. <laughs> yeah, hey, man, uh, you get to enjoy it the rest of your life. So even if you didn't get to enjoy it necessarily right afterwards in the ceremonies, don't worry. Like you said, you're a champion. You get it now the rest <laughs> of your life. So so congratulations on that. As far as this weekend goes, I'll kind of jumpstart the conversation into that quickly. What's the preparation been like from the time you guys have won the UMAC championship to now you got to turn the page, if you will, as soon as you saw your name called in the selection show? What's the preparation been like to get ready for this weekend and the teams you're going to be playing? Aaron, I'll go with you first. Um, it's been pretty true to what we've been doing all season. Uh, we're just continuing to play our game, keep it light, not overworking ourselves, and you know, just remember what we've done all season, like I said. Um, swing early, swing big, swing often, um, and be aggressive. Play aggressive defense, be aggressive at the plate. Um, and stick to it. It's, it's not always going to pay off for us, but you know that's that's the type of team we are, and that's what we got to stick to. So we've just been sticking to that. Um, nothing super special, you know, coming into this weekend. It's just you know another week, another weekend of ball for us. I I have to agree with Aaron. I mean, you know, one of the biggest things that we really took to heart this year was just playing loose. Um, because a lot of the times, uh, you know, we would just play, you know, incredibly tight. Uh, and I think that's really been the key difference uh, between this year and last year is just how loose we are as a team. Because, you know, honestly, like, one of the goals of a lot of guys is just to have fun out on the field. And, you know, there's just no pressure on us at all right now. I mean, we're playing with house money. We, we can do... We have nothing to worry about. I mean, we're just here to have fun and keep playing and keep competing. And, you know, part of competing is having fun. And it's just going to be a, a great experience. And, you know, it's like Coach Rep King said in our meeting uh, tonight, just take a few minutes, uh, you know, tomorrow and Friday and just be grateful and enjoy where you're at because, you know, this is, you know, kind of a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Especially for me, because I'm I am not coming by for an eighth year. <laughs> oh come on! Right, you would. I listened to the the live stream, and you, you calling me an old man had me dying. <laughs> Dude, I was gonna ask you about that. What What are your thoughts on that? Because I mean, do do guys on the team kind of joke around about that, or? Well, a lot of the guys call uh, Bailey Grandpa, even though I'm older than him, but. <laughs> I mean, I do yoga, so I, I'm pretty limber. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I kind of had a nice ring to it. Like, especially, like, the last out, you were, like, uh, or the last strikeout I had, you were, like, uh, and that's an, another one for the old man Eric Newman. I was like, I, I could get used to that nickname, old man. <laughs> 
I'm glad you enjoyed it, Eric. Uh, at that point, I was uh, just trying to come up with things, so I'm glad that you enjoyed it. Last, last one really from me, fellas, and Eric, you kind of started to allude to it a little bit. You guys, I mean, it wasn't always just beating down the door, crushing everyone throughout the season. Like so many teams, to get to a championship, you got to go through some adversity. You got to find yourselves, if you will, and you got to be playing your best baseball at the end of the season and peaking at the right time. And I think it's safe to say that you guys are doing just that. Even going back the last two weeks, when you guys sweep Superior in that huge series to end the season, and then you see them literally three more times this past weekend at Reynolds Field, over the past couple weeks, what's been the biggest difference? I mean, Eric, I hear you use the word loose. We're a lot more loose this season. I don't know if there's another word that comes to mind or another way to describe We've talked a lot about your guys' pitching, but clearly your hitting has not stopped at all. You're still hitting the long ball. As you said, Aaron, you guys are coming up to the plate aggressive. Swing big, swing early, swing often. I think I got that correct. Aaron, if you want to start on this one, what would you say has maybe shifted? I don't know if there was a players-only meeting or what happened before the Superior Series, but you guys seem to be a different team these last couple of weeks. Um, yeah, we like I said, we just kind of emphasized that you know that aggressive mindset you know going into those last two weeks of the season and and just the fact to enjoy it I mean the coach always says this could be the last time you're ever going to play with this group of guys and it very well could be and we just learn to have fun and and play loose and and relax and enjoy it and I think that's where you get really competitive and teams get dangerous is when that happens um, but for us I think we really you know flipped our switch when punched us in the playoffs and we lost bad. Um, and I think that's where our big switch came is we got hit hard and we knew we had to make a change and um, we went back to playing like ourselves. We had fun, we picked up the intensity, everybody knew it was at stake at stake and you know we went after it in the back half of that tournament, beat Northwestern and then you know having a difficult challenge and having to beat Superior twice on one day on that weekend. So I, I just think that was the big thing for us is, you know, really getting hit hard by Superior. And, you know, that was kind of the wake-up call for us. Um, that like, hey, we really got to pick it back up. Yeah, I would even go, I would even go far back as, you know, the Bethany series. I mean, um, we lost two out, of th two out of three to them. But honestly, that series to me, and I don't know about you, Aaron, but like, from my perspective, it really showed me like we're in any ball game. Like, even if our pitcher is having an off day, um, like the hit, like uh, the hitters, it it just seemed like even if it was late in the game, they were still you know hitting the crap out of the ball, and that was just really fun to see. Um, you know, because especially that third game, because you know we kind of made a, a bit of a comeback. Um, and put a little bit of pressure on them. Not much because, you know, we were down by quite a few. Um, but that was just really encouraging for me to see. Um, and I think that really took a lot of pressure off of um, the pitchers because it was like, hey, you know, like I said, even if we have a bad day, even if I have a bad day, the guys are going to pick me up. Because, like, you know, the first game against Bethany in the playoffs, I did not have my best stuff, it, far from it. Um, but the hitters kept us in the game, and that was, I mean, hats off to them. They they won us that game. That was just incredibly fun to watch. I mean, Aaron, you, you 
topped it off. You started off with a two-run bomb, and I was, uh, you know, I'm pretty stoic when I'm in the dugout, but I was, I was pretty pumped. Yeah, I just, uh, I'd love to piggyback off that, you know, that third game Eric mentioned. Um, so when we went to Mankato, you know, you know, our guys are throwing, guys are throwing strikes, filling up the zone, but it's just one of those days where, you know. Bethany was swinging a hot stick. They were hitting their guys around, you know, regardless who we put in there. All of our guys pitched well. They just got hit that day, and our offense just kind of came to life. They still beat us, but we are in, I want to say, a 12-0 ball game at some point, and, like, the 6th or the 7th about to get 10 runs, and next thing you know, we put up 6 or 7 runs in a matter of an inning or two and, and just kind of really fought back. And I think that's where we learned that, that, that fighting spirit and that we're never out – out of any ball game, kind of like Eric said, and we realized that we have the power, regardless of whatever, what any kind of game we're in, that we can a tack on more runs or b come back from whatever deficit we're in. And I think that really helped us moving into the tournament, um, just remembering that we have that power. Um, so that's kind of what I had on it. Yeah, no, great stuff there. And Aaron, I just want to clarify, just so I get this right, are you going to be wrapped up after this year as well, or where are you at, I guess? Um, I'm kind of undecided. I mean, I've made a, a lot of, you know, good friends here. Um, so we'll just have to see moving forward and see what happens. Sure, sure. Well, I don't have any more questions for you guys, but I do want to share some advice going into this weekend for you because I got a chance to play in an NCAA tournament last year, and I just want you guys to know, not that you need it because it sounds like you got plenty of confidence, but you can absolutely compete and win this upcoming weekend. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. You're going to be right there with all those teams. Keep doing what you're doing, and good things are going to happen. So we wish you guys the best of luck this upcoming weekend. Make the UMAC proud. We appreciate the time. It's been fun to follow you guys, and, uh, yeah, we just hope for the best for you. Yeah, thank you so much, you guys.